Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah.
I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Oh, man, got a radio show. Man, got a radio show and a whole lot more, too, man. God is good to me. I have no other explanation. I have no other explanation of my existence and where I stand in this thing called life, except if it was not for the goodness of God Almighty, if it was not for his grace and his mercy, there's no way I could exist the way that I do. I would not be who I am or where I am. I am who I am and where I am simply because God is who he is. If it was not for God, I would have no testimony for you because I would have failed every single test. Plain, pure, and simple. I can sit here today and tell you flat out that it is purely because of God's grace and mercy that I exist today because of his favor. See, now, he he shows us favor in life because of a, a combination of things I've discovered. And this is not the whole answer to life. Um, I can assure you it's not. But this is a combination that I've grown to understand better and better. And I wish I had gotten it earlier in my life. But here it is. If you take faith and you combine it with an incredible work ethic, then God has the greatest opportunities to show you favor. That's the best way I can explain success to you from my standpoint. It is the combination of faith and work that produces the most opportunities for God to show you favor. See, a lot of times we want God to bless us, but we ain't doing nothing for him to bless. So now we sideways in the equation a little bit. But see, if you had the faith in God that God can do anything but fail, that God will get you through, that God will see you through, that the God is the God you serve is the greatest giver of all good things. If you kept that faith intact through it all and you produced an incredible work ethic, that allows the most opportunities for God to show you favor. See, w- without that, what you want God to do? See, you can have faith. And be sitting at the house watching TV. There's nothing being produced. No opportunities for God to show you favor. And you got to do some things, man, that you are uncomfortable doing or don't feel like doing or something that don't have the right payoff right in front of your face with the faith that it'll pay off later on. See, too many people are working for the right now reward. And the right now reward is not how it works. Sometimes the reward is coming later on up the road. But the only way you can know that is if you got to you got to apply the faith. And see, the reason you don't know that, that it's coming like that, or you have to have faith to believe that it's coming, because faith is the belief 
in things that you cannot see. That's what faith is. You know, you standing at, let me give you an example. You standing at the crosswalk with, with a walk sign on it and the, and the sign flashing on the corner, don't walk. Then the, the signs say, walk. What do you think your chances of making it across that street is? Well, pretty good. Because guess what? The signs say walk. You can see the other side. There's other people in the crosswalk walking. So guess what? You strike out blindly. It don't take a lot of faith to get across that street. That's, that's, that's not what I'm talking to you about. I'm talking about the faith, the belief in things that you cannot see. The faith that what I'm doing today, I believe in my heart of heart that God wouldn't bring me this far to leave me, that God is a true and living God, that he keeps his promises, that later on, these things that I'm working towards right now going to pay off later on. See, too many people want the reward right now. See, that's not the exhibition of faith. If it's the right thing to do, if it's it's a good thing to do, if it's a just thing to do, see, if it's sin in it, it ain't God. You can just clear it on up right there. You can stop all the wondering if that's his voice talking to you, if it's the right thing to do. If it's sin in it, it's not God talking to you. Kill it. You, you, You can shut it down. You ain't got to wonder about it. Go down there and seek revenge. That ain't God. Go tell them off when you see them. That ain't God. Anything that's got sin in it is not God's voice telling you to do it. So you can, you can kill that conversation today. That's how you know. But if you align yourself up, man, and, you, and what you're doing is just and right and correct and pleasing in the sight of God, it'll pay off for you later on. And see, uh, here's, 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 here's the best way I can tell it to you. Here's another one. When you're going somewhere, when you're you're on the road to going somewhere, and you know the somewhere that you're trying to get to, let's say you've set a goal or a vision for yourself, you know where you want to get to, you got got a good idea, and you're on your way to going there. Listen to me. When it gets hard, and it is going to get hard, when it gets difficult, and it is going to get difficult, when it becomes challenging, and it is going to become challenging when it becomes all three of those things, when it don't look like it's going to happen. Don't stop and complain so much. But see, I know he done bless me. But in the middle of it, man, I, I felt a little heavy. And you got to be careful when it get hard for you because you'll find yourself complaining. And when you complain and see what you can't do is you can't complain so much that you forget that the place that you're trying to go to, you actually on your way there still. See, don't get caught up in the complaining and then lose sight of your blessing that's actually happening to you. What really, man, of, of all the times to register a complaint to God, to sit up and go, hey, man, I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I wanted to ease back into this thing. Ease back in. Man, you in. It's, it's a tornado whirling around you. You ain't got time to ease back in. You got to go on and jump back in it. It is what it is. To whom much is given, much is required. Always appreciate the blessings. Don't get so caught up in the complaints that you lose sight of the blessings, man. God got a lot for you in your life, man. But you got to have them two things, y'all. You got to take that faith. 
and you got to apply a, a, a crazy work ethic to it. And that creates the most opportunities for God to show you favor. And when God starts showing you favor, man, all them seeds you planted, all of that, all of that wheat you've been sowing, all of that hard work you've been put in, God will pay it off and he'll pay it off in ways that you don't even see coming. Okay, cool. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Reminding you to get your tood up. Start your day with gratitude. Tell him how much you appreciate all he's done. Thank him when it's going right for you. Thank him when it's going not so right. That will in turn change your attitude which will then allow you to understand that no matter what is going on, it's still a blessing that it is going on. And once you've made that adjustment, your altitude is tied to that, and the sky is the limit. That's what happens when you get your two together. Steve Harvey Morning Show, starring Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, the mouth of the South, Monica, Jr., yeah, that's better than you know. You want to say kill space, but if you see that on the sign, it might throw you. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, me, Junior. What's on your mind, man? Uh, let me let me just find out about your bathing routine. I swear to God, like, people need to know that that you have a Why? you have a Yeah, because well, I just find out about stuff about uh, I just want to know. Uh, when did you come to this conclusion that you can't use the little towels? No well, more? I mean, you know, you got to understand <laughs> as a big man yeah. how to bathe properly. And yeah. a lot of people never okay. take the time. I learned this from my daddy. Yeah. Uh-huh. My daddy used to take his baths with a hand towel, not a washcloth. Mm-hmm. But a hand towel, the one that's slightly longer and a little wider, but definitely not a washcloth, because my daddy said, how he going to wash his back? Now, I realized this as a young man, and when a young man, when I was a little boy, I didn't care how I washed my back, because I didn't really care about washing at all. So (laughs) why would I want to get my back and wash it when clearly can't nobody see back there? So I don't even know why we got to worry about the back. And I ain't been playing on my back, so as yeah. a little boy, I didn't see it. 
But as I grew older, I started to learn. And so I started taking baths with a hand towel like my daddy in my shower. And that's yeah. what I use to this day. Well, I went down to my ranch and uh, my assistant Megan bought towels for the ranch uh-huh. and did not buy any hand towels. And I was forced to, after all these years, use a regular washcloth. Now, when you haven't used a washcloth, a regular washcloth is very small to you. And as I was using it, I didn't realize how small it was. And I was showering, I was soaping up, and I was just using, you got to almost use it with just two fingers, you know. (laughs) The index finger and the finger next to it. You got to go in a circular motion. It's like you're putting some massage on your face. And I messed around and was washing my butt, and all of a sudden I just lost the washcloth. It was just gone. I ain't have it no more. And I went, oh, Lord Jesus, where the washcloth at? And so when I rinsed off, I found it. And that's, that's a very dangerous thing I found it when I rinsed off. All right. Thank you for that, I think. All right. Thank God we, we found it. The ladies Thank on God the show. I found you. it because the next day that that dried up soap would burn. And woo, you walk around. The ladies on the show use washcloth, uh, Mr. Hand Towel. Ah. All right. Um, Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll run that prank back with Junior and for the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time to start your morning off with Run That Prank Back with Junior in for the nephew. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley, here it is. This is one of my favorites. Bottom of the pyramid. Run it, cat. Yeah. Hello? 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 Yeah, can you hear me? I'm trying to reach uh, Angela. Angela. Hang on just a second. Let me turn it down. Okay, hi. Who are you trying to reach? I'm trying to reach Angela. Is this Angela? Oh, yeah, this she. Hi, Angela. This is Chip. Chip. I'm the uh, new camp director for the cheerleading camp for the summer. Oh, hi, Chip. What can I do for you? Just wanted to give you a courtesy call. Your daughter, you got her signed up for four weeks uh, with the camp, uh, right? Yep, for June. Okay. Yep. This is you guys' third year being a part of the camp? Yep, and she's really excited. She loves coming to the camp, and we think it's a great thing for her to be involved in. What's up? Okay, you guys just finished the whole cheerleading season, too. Am I right? The competition season? Yes, just coming oh. off of that. Right, right. Okay. Well, we're getting ready for the summer, and everybody's excited about coming out and being a part of what's going on. So here's what I wanted to give you a a little bit. Like I said, I'm the new camp director. I was uh, just starting uh, this job. I got a few notes that um, that were given to me about um, about. So I wanted to give you a call and see if I could talk to you about it. A few notes given to you about. Yeah, just a couple notes. I don't think it's anything that we can't make sure is okay. What kind of notes? Well, it's been brought to my attention that some of the parents whose daughters are out there as well, they're going to be there this summer, are a little concerned uh-huh. about her being uh, on top of the pyramid, that she's uh, is, is, is a little heavy. Should she? Uh, what? Wait, what wait, 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 ho, ho, ho. You calling me about some, some other parents and saying about how big my child is or how much my child weighs? Is that what well, you're calling what, me about? What, what I wanted to let you know is, is we're going to put as a, a base. Or oh, we're gonna no, put her as a, as a, as a, oh, no, you ain't going to put no base. I done already paid my money. And what you say your name is? Chip? 
And um, how long have you been the director? Because I was just up there two weeks ago, and they told me that she was going to be in the same position that she was last year because that is what worked. That's the formation that worked. So I don't even know what well, you're talking well, about. Well, supposedly the, some of the girls are complaining that she's too heavy to hold up. So that, that seems to be the problem in there. They're not getting a strong enough pyramid. And I'm going to Now, wait a minute. Uh, wait a, wait a, a minute. I know well she ain't the biggest one out there. Have you been out there? My child is not the biggest child out there. When did I you start? I, because obviously you have I, not seen these cheerleaders. Uh, it is somebody sumos out there. Okay, hang on a second. Angela, I want you to calm down a bit. No, now, I ain't nobody going to calm down because I done already paid my money. And this is that I be talking about. What parents? What parents and said something? Is it, uh, is it Carrie? Ma'am, I'm not, I'm not going to state who it is, but let's just say it was several. Who are these parents that's got something to say about my child and her position on the cheerleading squad? Because if you ain't finna fuck up no names, then I'm going to understand what you're calling me about. I'll tell you one thing. When she get out there, I done paid my money. She better not be on no base. She better be in the air. I guarantee you that right now. I done been hanging with these all season. And ain't nobody said nothing to me about and her Angela. weight and all this. Okay, Angela, can you hear me? I just wanted you to hear me clearly. What I haven't it? seen these young ladies yet. Once I see them, I will critique what no, I think. Well, you don't even need to be calling me because you ain't even seen nothing. So you calling me with some he said she's from some other parents that's been skinning and grinning in my face and they now one of these said nothing to me. They done been in my house. We didn't have parties over here with this competition every weekend every other day and they couldn't say nothing to me about my baby i tell you what why don't you call your girls on the three-way mr chip if you can't call them on the three now my i got them numbers i call them on the three-way okay 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 ma'am all i wanted to do is make you aware of the possibility that she may be a well thank you you have made me aware and i guarantee you that if i bring my big yellow up there and come to the practice i guarantee you she won't be no Base, how much you want to bet on that, Mr. Chip? Look, you're going to quit hollering at me. Now, I told you I would try to take a look at these girls, but I tell you what, your daughter's going to be a base or she's going to be a back support, whichever I decide she's going to do. Who in the f*** do you think you hollering at, Mr. Chip? You that's you not how this going to go down. No, you that's not how this going to go down. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Mr. Chip, are you at the registration table today? I'm, I'm, I'm here now while people are registering. Yes, I am. Let me turn this around. I tell you what, I'm on my way up there. Why don't you and them parents that's been complaining, why don't all y'all come to the table and we gonna have come to Jesus meeting about where going to be for this coming up season? Because I'm not gonna tolerate this. I done told you, I done paid my money, and this high is going down. Has gained weight? What, what is it to you whether gained weight or not? What does that have to do with her cheerleading? Do you agree that probably bigger than most of the girls on the team? not bigger than most of the girls on the team. Uh, Monique's daughter is bigger than and she wasn't no base last year. They hyped up, up so she gonna get up too. We all just gonna be big and plump up in the air. I done turned around and I'm headed to your little training table. Okay, so you better well, be ready. Before, you better be ready. Before, before you get here, there's something else I need to tell you. You ain't gotta tell me a thing. All you gotta do is have you and the parents around that table when I get there because I'm on my way up there right now. Then y'all can say all y'all got to say in my okay, face. Okay, well, I want to, before you get before you get here, I just want to let you know. Oh, that this man, is, what? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey. Who this is on this phone? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. <laughs> oh, be God. <laughs> 
Rochelle. There's another parent named Rochelle. She told me y'all are good friends out there. Oh, okay. she got oh, so she want to prank call, huh? All right, we're gonna see. The season start. My hot daughter uniform. She ain't gonna be able to perform. A fat will be looking for hers. How about that? Since y'all want to prank call me? Oh man, hey, let me ask you something, baby. What is the baddest? And I mean, the baddest radio show in the land. <laughs> None other than the Sam Harley Martin show. <laughs> see, there it is, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all cheer moms. Shout out. Uh huh. Cheer Cheer moms. She was not having it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Junior. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. Ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Kendrick Lamar and Florida A&M University marching band performances were incredible at the Louis Vuitton show Men's Spring Summer 2023 fashion show. Of course, this went down in Paris. And uh, in other entertainment news, Steve Harvey. Oh, this is so wonderful. Steve, you wrote an open love letter to Marjorie to celebrate your 15th wedding anniversary. We'll talk about that a little bit. Plus, Lizzo donates a million dollars to Planned Parenthood. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to ask the CLO. CLO stands for Chief Love Officer, and that is Steve Harvey. Katie in Camden says, I've kept a big secret from my husband and his mother found out my secret. She asked if it was true and I lied to her. I know I've got to be honest with my husband soon, but do I owe my mother-in-law an explanation or excuse for lying to her? Must be quite a secret. I kept waiting to hear it, but I just didn't want to do it. I say ride it out. You lied to your mother-in-law, which is allowable. It ain't her business. Mm. She was dipping. I don't know how your mother-in-law heard it and your husband ain't. Which lets me know that your mother-in-law don't really care for you. Mm -mm. (laughs) Nosy Rosie. Yeah, she has been researching dirt on you trying to Uh find out something. So you lied about it. Um, It's a big secret. I don't know Mm -hmm. what it is. Off the top of your head, what do you think, though? It's a man somewhere. Mm -hmm. Something she did with a man. Mm -hmm. Used to date. Can't hide a baby unless uh-huh. can't hide a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's horrible. If you've hit, if you're hiding a child, that's a deal breaker. That's gonna be something hurtful. Oh yeah. Uh, the man's ego is gonna be in the way if it's a man. Now look, if you bought something and your mother-in-law found out about it, then you bought something. I'd rather go on in there and tell your husband that before he find out. Remember the golden rule that Marjorie has taught to me. It is better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Permission. Every Mm -hmm. time she buys something and I question it, that's what. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then what I'm going to do? No, I don't forgive you. I hate you forever. (laughs) Think that's that's my option? No. I don't think so. Do we ever go back to the stove? Do we ever go back to the stove? Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. Junior, Junior, you get in a relationship. Forget trying to get them to take stuff back. Don't do that. Stuff, <laughs> All Don't right. waste your time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Moving on to Corey in Texas. Corey writes, I'm going through a divorce and my husband wants to take away the two Labradoodles he gave me for our anniversary. I took care of the dogs 24-7 by myself, but now he wants to be evil. How can I stop him from taking my furry soulmates? And she calls you Judge D. <laughs> well, it's real simple. <laughs> All you got to do is want something to matter with him. Because trust me, he don't give a damn about them dogs. Mm-hmm. Not no two damn Labradoodle. I don't even know what they are, but they sound like some two little nothing ass dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Labrador is a poodle man. So well, whatever. It is. Labradoodle, cockadoodle, you know. <laughs> what? Whatever. Same damn thing. <laughs> I don't give a damn about them dogs, man. I'm trying to hold on some of these assets. I'm trying to hold on to this house. Labradoodle, cockadoodle. And this 401k, that's what I'll be trying to hold on to. I don't give a damn if you come get these dogs, you can come get these crackers, whatever cockadoodle do is. I don't know what they are, but damn them dogs. Now, the way you do that is, oh, it's so it's a cocker spaniel mixed with a poodle. It's what I've learned. (laughs) Who gives a damn? Boy, lady, all you got to do is take something back that he wants dearly. Okay, like. Or else you've already cleaned him out. See, now remember this now. If you've cleaned his clock with the assets and the money, he's going to try to hurt you with them dogs. Wow. But all you got to do, all you got to do is say, I don't want them dogs. I ain't finna take care of them dogs. Steve, these are her furry soulmates. They're they're more than dogs. Aww. Them ain't your, okay, listen okay. to me. That's what she said now. For the pet lovers said. out there, you know. <laughs> That's dog. a part of the family. Okay. Those are her furry babies. Okay. So you know. keep that in mind. Okay, well, you know, if you think them dogs is your soulmate, okay. <laughs> that's what she's saying. You know, you're not going to see them in heaven just trying to give your hands up. All you know, dogs they, go got to their own, uh-huh. they got their own little heaven. It ain't the one you asked, so you don't have to worry about that. They don't produce any income, so I don't need this. But I can live Is that what this is about? Well, you know, once I know you don't fit in the asset column, I just start to not care too much. (laughs) Eliminating you. You know, you ain't my kid, so, you know. But your solution is for her to take something of his unless she's taken everything. Well, if you've taken everything, that's why he wants them dogs. You've hurt him. So don't play the one side of the story. This divorce got a little ugly. You took some stuff from him, like his car, you know, his little, you know, his little pad that he had. Little, he had a couple of things you done took from him, so now he finna take the dog. That's what divorce is. Divorce is losing stuff. You talking to the wrong person. I lost everything, so I don't give a damn about I really give a damn about them dogs. I wish, I wish it was down to some dogs with me. I don't think he wants the divorce. All right, Sylvia. And uh, Washington says, my husband's boss, my husband's boss had surgery, so I sent her a big bouquet of flowers from us. She sent a group text to thank us. My husband replied, anything for my girl. Then his phone rang and I overheard him say he didn't know he replied to the group. Was it supposed to be a private text to her? He denied it. What is up? Hell yeah, I done done that before. I done been on what? a group really? text. Yeah, a long uh, time ago when I didn't know group text was. Yeah, I typed a message to the dude that sent it to me. I didn't know it went to the whole group. He oh, did that. Oh, He's stupid. Oh. Anything for my girl. <laughs> then they had a private conversation. Hell yeah. Um, but then if he, but, but when you text. bust him, all he going to say is, 
I just said anything for my girl. I'm trying to cheer her up. That's my she boss. His boss. Damn, what uh-huh. you tripping for? You know, you was on the text. I said it. <laughs> now, if you don't want me to say that no more, I won't. <laughs> Damn, what you tripping for? Take me out of the group. Flip it. Man, I would want somebody to care about you that right. same way. All right. Uh, we got one last one, Steve. Bianca mm-hmm. in Montgomery says, I've been in a long-distance relationship for a year, and I go visit my boyfriend a lot more than he visits me. This past weekend, he called to cancel his trip to see me, and he told me that he needs some space. The night before, he was very excited about coming. What happened to change his mind? Hmm. Well, he needs some space because that other girl is tired of him. <laughs> that other girl talking about where you keep going all these weekends. Yeah. I want to do something on the, the weekend instead of the week. How mm-hmm. come we ain't ever together on the week? Mm-hmm. Tell the truth. Now, he, he tells you he needs some space. That little man need no yeah. space. How you need space yeah. from sex? What? <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you. Uh, thank you, CLO. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kendrick Lamar paid tribute to the late Virgil Abloh at the Louis Vuitton Men's Spring Summer 2023 Fashion Show in Paris. He performed several songs, including Count Me Out, and at the outro of Count Me Out, Kendrick rapped Long Live Virgil. In addition, did you all see the Florida A&M Marching 100 Band performance? Uh, yes. They were amazing. Yes, I when saw they the marched. Whole, I saw the whole show online. 
good. Plus, I didn't have no choice because Ellie ass thought it. And to Ellie, it was bigger than the BET Awards. Yeah. <laughs> Your stylist. Uh, His ass was on that tearing up. Aww. <laughs> the band. Everybody at the Louis show had front row seats because it was really big. And he sat there, and I didn't know him. He had on a gray suit, mm-hmm. and he had on a crown of thorns. You know. Oh wow! And uh, I think it was Naomi Campbell was next to him. Yes, sit next to him. Yes, see. And uh, he rapped. He did his entire album. Well, not the whole album, but a lot I mean, of his about album. Three or four cuts. Yeah. Doing oh, okay. the show. Uh huh. And I didn't know what he was doing. I didn't know who he was. And then I, it was it was just kind of dope the way they did it, it though. Mm-hmm. And then they flew dope. in the fam you band. I mean, yeah, yeah. Which just proves, you know, how significant uh, black people are to culture. Culture, that's because right. black people decide. Young black people decide what's hot, what's mm-hmm. new, Trendsetters. what's in. Yes, they sir. control all of that. The dance, mm-hmm. hair fashion. When yeah. young black kids decide that we dressing up now, then it's we dressing up. Mm-hmm. And the BET right. Awards was just another great example of it. Mm-hmm. It's just really, really good to see young people, man, uh, really, really looking at fashion. You know, you could tell some of them first time stepping out into fashion because they, you know, they're, you know, a little uncomfortable looking, but the effort was supreme. I saw some really, really sharp cats there. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, the ladies were, some of the ladies were, uh, I thought LaToya Luckett was super fly. Mm-hmm. Oh, she she always fly. is. She, she always is, fly. though. With she her look is. was very, very uh, classy, but yet yeah, fly. Um, for me, you know, uh, I didn't, some of the some of the women are a little bit too much, going extreme, too far. Extreme. Yeah, you know, it's too far. I mean, if you find, you find, let it be. you all your breasts out with some pasties for what? For what? I mean, that's that, for what? Yeah. At a war show, you got to go sit up somewhere in an auditorium for what? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you don't have to show it all. You just don't. Yeah. And that ain't me being old. That's me being just a man. I've been this way my whole life. I, I don't a, a like to see a, just a gentleman. Yeah. yeah, I don't like to see women show everything. Yeah, I want to see true. everything. <laughs> As yeah. a man and as a young man, but I don't want to see it out here with and everybody else see You'll it. You'll see too. it, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, moving on, Steve. Um, we got to talk about this. You wrote this heartfelt, open love letter to Marjorie for your 15th anniversary. Uh, you titled it "You Changed My Life." It was published in the July-August issue of Good Housekeeping magazine. And uh, your anniversary was this past Saturday. Like I said, it was the 15th. And uh, tell us about it, Steve. I mean, how romantic, you know? It, my Just anniversary's on beautiful. the 24th. And uh, it was What'd you say? My anniversary's on the 24th. Oh, June 24th. Uh, and it uh, was a Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't here at work, <laughs> mm-hmm. as per my request. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, we, we had done it in an article, so I don't really remember all of it, not at all. Uh, well, 
I was reading some of it, Steve, and it said that you wrote it in between tapings of Celebrity Family Feud, and you reflected on the time that you guys spent together. Do you remember that? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's (laughs) (laughs) How did, what what was Marjorie's reaction? That's what I want to hear. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't even know that she's seen it. Really? What? You didn't oh, write you mean? Oh, you talking? Oh, I'm, I'm talking about the, the. I'm talking about the article. She gets oh, okay. everything I give her. Okay, uh-huh. so you wrote the letter, but you mean the published article part? Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh-huh. what what I wrote to her is slightly different from what's in the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. article. Oh, you know, okay. the article I wouldn't give them everything yeah, I said to her. You know, it's yeah. so personal. Yeah, yeah, because there's sure. some really some personal stuff in there because this woman has really. She changed my life, and I've never met a person who was willing to stand in the trenches with me no matter what. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I've had some really, really vile things said about me Mm -hmm. and directed towards me that were not true, but the public, (laughs) excuse me, but the public was running with it like it was true. And to have a woman stand by you and just stand with you and go, look, I know who you are. I know this about you, and I know the person that they don't know. Mm-hmm. And Steve will just get through this and stand there with me. That's just a phenomenal thing. You know, I tell men all the time, men, you can experience success. Uh, there are a lot of successful men out there, but if you if you want to tap into your greatness, you're going to have to get a woman to help you. You cannot become great without her. Okay. I just don't know her. I don't, I yes. don't know the guy that's great mm-hmm. without her. You could mm-hmm. be successful now. Yeah. You know, I told that to Charlemagne at Bishop J- Bishop Jake's party. I said, I see what's happening now. I said, Charlemagne, I said, I, you, you know, your success is in you. I see it. But his his wife was standing next to him. I said, but there's your greatness. And that girl mm. just blinked. She said, Wow. He said, You right. You right on. You right. Well, again, happy anniversary, fifteenth for you and Marjorie yeah. Steve. I wanted to flex on my anniversary, but I didn't because I'm peace, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I stopped myself. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour. Today, it's primary election day, okay? You know what that means. We'll tell you where right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Women's rights protests continued over the weekend as Friday's Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade and nearly two dozen states moving to ban access to abortions. This ruling will have implications on the upcoming midterm elections in November. And today, listen up, listen carefully. Today, there are primary election in elections in the following states. Illinois, New York, Oklahoma. Colorado, and Utah. I'll say it again. Illinois, New York, Oklahoma, Colorado, and Utah. You have to know now more than ever, we have to fight. All right? We are in a fight right now. This country Well, we are on in Illinois, which is a big market for Chicago, and we are on in a big market in New York. New York. Mm -hmm. We're in the two biggest cities in both them states. We control a large amount of the populace. We have got to vote, man. Because these people, if you are not careful, this minority, this minority wants to control the majority in Mm -hmm. every way. Roe versus Wade, voting amendments, gun laws, everything. The old old pro-life party is pro-life except your life. 
So mm-hmm. now, if you tired of this, we're going to have to vote. We got to vote. We made a huge difference in the last election, mm-hmm. and that really, really pissed them off. That yeah, presidential we- election did not go the way they wanted, and they are angry about it, and they've lied about it, and they've yeah. uh, come up with all of these measures to avoid that from happening again. Mm-hmm. They are selling the lie the election was stolen. They mm-hmm. are committed to overturning legalize and proper elections in this country because that's all they've tried to do since they lost. That's right. And we can no longer afford to sit on the sidelines, sit out these elections, midterm, general, all of that. And a lot of their ass is racist. Mm -hmm. I'm just happy to tell you that way. You stand up (laughs) that white woman that won this last election thank Donald Mm -hmm. Trump for overturning Roe versus Wade because it was a, a it was just a a, a vote for white victory life, for white a life. victory. Mm-hmm. You know, don't try to rephrase what she misread. She ain't misread nothing. Even if I re- misread something, when I hear it come out of my mouth, I know it sounds crazy. Right. <laughs> it didn't right. sound crazy to her. They committed mm-hmm. to that, man. And it's 70 million people voted for Donald Trump. Now, not all yeah. those people are racist. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. A bunch of them is, though. Yes, sir. That white supremacy. Thinking. You got to tell yes, the sir. truth. Yeah. The whole yes. bunch yeah. of them is. Because yep. they think. You vote how you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have the right to vote. And our vote matters. And uh, we got to get these people out of office. We really, really do. We got to let them know. So come on, Chicago, Illinois, New York, New York, <laughs> Oklahoma, Colorado, and Utah. All right. Get out and vote today, people. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, Steve, you got voicemails. We got to check them right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to check Steve's voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a voicemail message, call him 877-29-STEVE. We just have a couple of calls. So are you ready, Steve? Always. (laughs) Here we go. Here's a caller from Chicago. Yes, I have a complaint. We had a quick cut down Herschel Walker. I like the station. I'm a drummer. I like listening to the you know, music. It sounds really cool. But they got a quick cut down Herschel Walker. I mean, the black conservatives are the smartest people we got going right now. They will keep America together. People, they cut down black conservatives are not right. Uh, you know, these, these, these liberals should just keep their comments to themselves. They got something to say to this Herschel Walker. You need to face one on one so that with all this phony liberal media crap. I don't feel. I don't think it's funny at all. It makes fun of a, a good person. Black conservatives are the smartest people going right now. These people are cutting them and cutting them down. It's wrong. Hundred percent wrong. So please leave that out of the station. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you, sir. And you have the right to say what you want to say. But I disagree with one major remark. Black conservatives are not the smartest people in the world. They're not. See, when you say something like that, that black conservatives are the smartest people in the world. And then you make an anti-liberal remark. What you're saying is, if you're not a conservative and you're black, then there's, you're not as smart as Herschel Walker. My problem with Herschel Walker is not that he's a black conservative. My problem with Herschel Walker is he doesn't know the issues and he sounds idiotic. That's my problem with Herschel Walker. If you're going to find a black person to go up against uh, Warnock, at Rock least find somebody that's uh, intelligent. Yeah. What? What? Why? How'd you go dig this cat up right here that don't know the issues, that's not well spoken, and so that's the problem we have. And as black people, we have the right 
to say who we vote for and who we don't vote for. And we don't leave it off the station because it is our station obligation. See, the problem with that statement, sir, is what you don't understand about black people as we are the only race of people that's responsible for the actions of one another. White people are not responsible for each other's actual actions, and you don't get blamed for each other's actions. But we do. We are in the minority, and we have got to get more together being in the minority if we want to further our causes and our lifestyle. When a person like Herschel Walker comes along and we see him as doing the bidding of the conservative party and voting against policies that go against what's the best for the minority people that he comes from, that he happens to be one of. And because you've had this illustrious football career and had a wonderful time as a Georgia Bulldog and been pampered your whole life because your ass been an athlete, that don't mean a damn thing to us. Because as you live this coddle, cushy-ass life from athletics all the way up through Georgia, all the way to the mighty Dallas Cowboys, and you haven't had to be privy to what the average black person has to go through this country because they've accepted you and put you in a circle. Well, now you're in that circle and you think you're in the circle. But you lose this election, you're going to find out that you're right back over here with us. And so, mm-hmm. no, we're not going to get off talking about Herschel Walker. Nope. Black conservatives are not the smartest people in the world. Barack Obama was not a black conservative. He appeared awfully bright to me. Stacey Abrams is not a black conservative. She appears awfully bright to me. I'm not a black conservative. You might not think I'm bright, but I ain't dumb at all. And I happen to have hedged myself and pulled myself up in this country without the aid of bootstraps, which you keep telling us we need to do. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Well, Steve Harvey got up without the straps and oftentimes without the boots. But you are asking the masses of black people to do that over and over and over again. But the conservatives, through your policies, keep stripping us of anything that allows us to have boots or straps. So, no, we're not going to be quiet. No, we're not going to let Herschel Walker just walk his ass in. No, and we're not going to change the way we do stuff on this station. I appreciate you like the music, and it's funny, but you're going to have to like what all come and not being funny, too, because there's a whole lot funny about not about being, a whole lot that ain't funny about being black, and we talk about those things, too. Now, I know you want us to go be happy and go sit down somewhere, but we ain't. We standing up, and Herschel Walker's ass is not going to make it, and we're going to see to that. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Woo-hoo. You know, Let them yeah. know, Steve yeah. Harvey. Yeah. Let them know. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, it is, uh, we're going to switch gears here. Junior in for the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, how can he live like this? Yeah, yeah well, Shirley, and another uh, thing about Herschel Walker. <laughs> you still on the last one? No, dude going to tell me what not to tell Let me tell you something else about Herschel Walker. What? Tell Herschel Walker, first of all, uh-huh. yeah. learn how many states we got. Okay, yeah. He need to do that. Uh, Stop lying is- about how many employees he got because he don't yeah. have 800. He got eight. Uh-huh. <laughs> and my stupid non-black conservative self got more employees and some other things than he got. And tell Herschel Walker uh-huh. to quit talking about fatherless homes when he didn't create a four of them.
and tell him to take care of his kids, recognize his kids, honor his children, and let us know who they are. I've had to do the same thing with myself, my stupid-ass liberal self. I recognize all my children. I had to step up to the plate and do the right thing by mine. I'll be damned if you're going to get in office and you don't even take care of your children, dog, and you're trying to act like you didn't have them and you quit mentioning them because you don't want them to know that they was all out of wedlock. Oh, uh-huh. you was having sex out of wedlock. Oh, that's oh. a conservative value right there. Oh, go mm-hmm. on out the window right mm-hmm. there. So Ooh. I'm, I'm what sorry. What will Clarence Thomas say about that? Oh, no, ask Clarence White. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you she got prank. something to say about everything. You want to do the prank, huh? Can we do the prank? You just yeah. Yeah, go ahead. All that. right. <laughs> what you got what you got, Junior, in for the nephew? I, I don't even want I don't even want to say the title of this prank because it's got what something is, to do with politics. But <laughs> some Hershey probably did pay booty taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this ignorant show right here. I love come it. Come on, come on, cat. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm I'm trying to reach Kendrick. This is he. Hey, Kendrick, how you doing, man? My name is uh, Anthony, man, Anthony Collins. They call me AC. How you doing? I'm good, bro. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, listen, uh, this right here, man, this, this, I don't even know how to put this, though, but, uh, hey, listen, I'm calling you, man, because I got some issues. I'm, I'm getting ready to file my taxes, and oh. I'm going through all my expenses, all my receipts, and all this kind of stuff. You know, I just I, I I I can't I can't just let this go, man. I I didn't spend like twenty thousand dollars on your wife last year, and I, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, well, bro, wait a minute. You asking me? <laughs> you don't spend twenty thousand dollars on the chick I'm married to? Is that what you're telling me? No, <sighs> all, I'm, all I'm trying to do, man, is is I'm trying to do a write-off. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to claim. No, 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 no. The write-off. Basically, what you're telling me is you my wife. I ain't say all that. I ain't say well, what, all that. Well, what, what the you saying, bro? All I'm saying is I'm trying to figure out is it all right if I claim Melanie on my expenses, man? I'm over twenty grand on on money I spent on Melanie last year. So first, let, let me understand something right quick. Okay. You asking me for permission to claim my wife? When the f- did you ask for permission to f- my wife? Help me with hey, that, hey, bro. I, I, okay, 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 okay. Let's do this here. Uh, Gerard, I ain't say I did that. You saying that? I'm saying I just want to claim the taxes because I spent 20K on it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, let, let's, do, let's do this, bro. Let's put mail it on, on the phone. Let's put mail on the motherfucking phone. Ain't no, but we, we ain't got a brain mail in this. We ain't got a brain mail in this. What I'm saying is... Mother- she already in it. She in it. What the f*** you mean we ain't got to bring her in it? She in it. Man, you must be outside your f***ing mind. All I'm saying is, do you have a problem with me claiming Melody? You mother right I do, bruh. I got a mother problem having this whole mother conversation. Wait, how, first of all, how the f*** did you get my information? How you get my number, bruh? I asked around for your number. I, I ain't want to call you. It took me a week to, t- to call you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to, dude. I, I didn't spend twenty grand, dog. You understand know what I'm saying? When did you spend twenty grand? That's the shit I want to know. I ain't spent twenty grand on this mother, and I'm married to her. So what? What the fuck are you doing that you spent twenty thousand dollars on my wife, and then you want to claim that? Shit? Help me understand that, shit, bro. 
Hey, man, I ain't trying to go into all my receipts on everything I did for Melanie. I'm not trying to do that. All I'm trying to do is is just um, I just want I want to I want to know if you I don't want us both claiming it because that's how you get in trouble. Bro, you, you already in mother trouble. Trouble is the last mother thing you ought to be worried about. And you calling my mother phone, telling me about some that you got going on with my old lady, and then you telling me, can I have your permission? You okay, so yeah. dog, we got to get some kind of resolution to this. A good resolution is a good ass whooping. What the fuck you mean a resolution? That that's the only mother resolution we gonna get, bro. Ain't no other resolution. Ain't no other resolution. We 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 ain't got else to talk about. We ain't got a mother thing to talk about. That's the resolution I got, partner. I, I tell you what, bro. I'm texting Mel right now. I've been texting her since we've been on this mother phone. Okay. And I you, pray. What, what, what are you texting her for? Don't. What the fuck you mean? What am I texting her for? She's the subject matter. So that's why the f I'm texting her. But you better pray to God. This is some bull. I hope to God you y'all got y'all people up with me like this, buddy. This ain't gonna go good, bro. At all. At all. Okay, so I guess I can't claim them at this point. Hell, mother no. So what you want to do, though? Bro, I already told you what the f I'm gonna do, and I'm waiting on Mel's response on this mother. She act like she's slower than a mother. She can't type fast. But somebody go give me some now today. Okay. Say, man, look here, bro. I don't know who this is on the other end of this phone. I hope to God this is from some out of X Files or some that I can't even fathom. You better pray to God y'all playing with me. This is some bull. Okay. Okay. So. Can I go on and tell you this here, dog? And then I'm going to get out your way, man, because I, I I know how it's going to go after this. Can I just go on and tell you something else? Look, I don't know what the f*** else you can tell me, bro. The uh, only thing I can tell you, only thing I can tell you, Kendrick, okay. is that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your your wife, Melanie, got me to prank phone call you, dog. Boy, y'all from Ratton, mother boy. You look that about to come here with your mother up, oh God. <laughs> man, y'all ain't man. <laughs> y'all ain't man. And I'm sitting up here eating some crackling and I done threw them away because my flesh pressure already high. Uh you alright, man. I gotta make sure you're alright before we get off the phone. You good? Man, I gotta go get me a drink. God. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, but <laughs> boy, y'all ain't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, tell me this: what's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Man, the damn Steve Harvey Morning Show with that rotten ass lip you telling my boy. But... Hey, man, I love it, brother, right there. He was the one to call. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, Tommy got wow. scared. Yeah, yeah. He, he should be. <laughs> yeah, he was Booty not playing, taxes. right? Yeah. <laughs> Tommy hey, just man. said, let me go on and end this. Hey, this is right. nephew Tommy. Hey. <laughs> hey, man, what is you texting her for? Right. <laughs> what am I texting her for? <laughs> she Because she the subject matter. Subject. Yeah, you... <laughs> oh, she typing slow like she's oh. slow now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> he said he needed a drink. It's early. Yeah. He said, I just threw the crackling away because my blood pressure I was already <laughs> But he said, y'all ain't sugar honey iced tea. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> y'all right. Man, yeah. That was a good one. He the one to call. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, Junior N, that for the good. nephew. Coming up next, it is the Strawberry Letter subject. How can he live like this? We'll find out. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Illinois, New York, Oklahoma, Colorado, and Utah, it is election day. We need you to fight and vote. Get out and vote. Go to whenweallvote.org to get all your voting information. You hear that? Illinois, yes. New York, Oklahoma, Colorado, and Utah. We need you to at those polls today if you haven't already voted early, okay? The midterms are coming up in November. We need you to get out and vote. We are in not just a fight. We're in a war. We really are in a war. Seriously. Uh-huh. <laughs> For our right. I know you black yeah. stupid liberals ain't sitting here telling people to vote. I know that's what I'm not doing. <laughs> <laughs> black conservatives are the smartest people. <sighs> Why? 
Why we the yeah. smartest people? Because we do like y'all want. All right, let's move on to the strawberry letter. It is time. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. This is a real letter right here. Never know, it could be yours. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the strawberry letter with my good friend, a black liberal named Shirley Strawberry, with her dumb behind. For the do, oh, educated, for the do an educated letter. Go ahead, Shirley. <laughs> Thank you, Junior. Subject, how can he live like this? Dear, dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 46-year-old divorced female, and my new boyfriend is not a bad guy, but he has bad habits. I believe in standing by my man and believing in him, so I'm hanging on to him in hopes he can get his life together. We've dated for five months and I see he lives paycheck to paycheck and he admitted that he pays his bills on alternate months so he can have money to kick it and travel. He's 48 and still turns up every chance he gets. When we go out to eat, he won't admit that he's short and when the bill comes, he will say he's got $25 or $30 on the check even if it is a $200 check. I pick up the slack with my man because I feel like he would do the same for me if he was financially able to. His house is barely furnished, and since I've met him, he said uh, he, he's buying a, a sofa and artwork for his living room. Recently, he asked if I knew anyone that has a gently used sofa that they want to sell. I... <laughs> it would never, uh, oh, excuse me, I would never date someone like this, but I'm trying to be less shallow. He asked me to take his clothes to the cleaners, and when I dropped them off, I had to pay for them. I didn't ask for my money back, so he didn't offer it. But when um, it, it's time for him to go out with his boys, I find receipts where he's bought drinks, food, and cigars. I don't know how he can live like this, and I'm starting to think that he's trying to see how much he can get away with, with me. Does he want does he want to be this sorry or is he really trying to get his life back on track like he told me? By the way, he's divorced and when his ex-wife met me, she blasted him in front of me and called him a sorry excuse for a man. I thought she was bitter at first, but now I think she's on to something. Should I continue to work at this or not? Okay, seriously, you really already know the answer to this. Uh uh, clearly you wrote this letter to Steve and I for confirmation because you know what the deal is with this loser. You said you saw receipts from when he goes out with his boys. He's buying drinks, cigars, food. He's got money for that. So then why are you paying for this grown man? He's 48, 25 or $30 on a $200 bill. What are you guys eating? And he's only got that much. Come on. You've only known this guy for five months. He, he's not even trying to help himself. And why would he? Because he knows you, like you said, you always pick up the slack. You're happy to have his back. Girl, stop. Before you're in the same financial position as he is in, if you keep doing all this, picking up the slack, uh, you know, he's paying $20 to $30 on a $200 bill. You're paying the rest. 
come on. Uh, as, as If you keep this up, you will go broke. I, I know that's not what you want. Uh, you're, you're giving too much too soon. This is just your boyfriend. This is not your husband. He, Where is the incentive for this man to get his life together? Where is that? You're right there to take care of everything. There's no incentive. There's no push for him to do that. You, you know the answer already. I know you do. Stop. He is not going to try to get his life together. No, he's not doing that. If he was going to do that, he'd be doing it. Please let him get the message and understand that you, his sugar mama, has retired. And do that immediately. Steve? Subject of the letter, how can he live like this? Well, stop asking how because he's doing it. And this is his plan. I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to share with what you say, and I'm going to show you what he's doing and what he's saying. And you see if it makes sense to you. You're a 46-year-old divorced female, and my new boyfriend's not a bad guy, but he has bad habits. Okay, let's stop right here. Good guys usually have good habits. The reason a person has bad habits, bad habits, your habits make you who you are. So if a good guy has bad habits, you very can't call him a good guy. You're saying he's not a bad guy, but he has bad habits. Well, well, then what's good about him, man? Mm-hmm. Well, let's go. Let's see. I believe in standing by my man and believing in him, so I'm hanging on him in hopes that he can get his life together. Well, let's see how he gets his life together. We've dated for five months, and I see he lives paycheck to paycheck, and he admitted that he pays his bills on alternate months so he can have money to kick it and travel. Mm. That sounds like a man with a plan to me. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to go over this plan. I pay my bills on alternate months. Girl, you got a man with a plan. <laughs> All right, hang on, Steve. Hang on. We can't wait for part two of your response to today's Strawberry Letter. We'll get that at about 23 minutes after the hour. The subject for today's letter is... How can he live like this? We'll get more right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is, how can he live like this? Mm. You know, my only hope is that I don't run out of time. Because I really want to show this lady something. You're 46 years old. You're dating a new boyfriend who's not a bad guy, but he has bad habits. You didn't say he was a good guy. You said he's not a bad guy, but he has bad habits. So if you're saying he has bad habits, but he's not a bad guy, you're overlooking something. I believe in standing by my man and believing in him, so I'm hanging on to him in hopes that he can get his life together. Well, let's see how he's going to do this. We've dated for five months, and I see he lives paycheck to paycheck, and he admitted that he pays the bills on alternate months so he can have money to kick it with and travel. That's that's his plan. So if you're paying your bills on alternate months, you have bad credit. Mm-hmm. So you yes. are hooked up with a man whose plan is to pay his bills on alternate months. So he can have money to travel and kick it. He's not doing it so he can have money to save. He's having so he can travel and kick it. He's 48, 48, he's too old for this. He turns up every chance he get, too old for that. When we go out to eat, he won't admit that he's short. When the bill comes, he'll say he got 25, 30 on the check, even if it's a $200 check. 
Mm, mm, mm. Oh, okay. So I see. So you just want a man. That's what. Like, yeah, she's hanging on. Oh, you just want to mm-hmm. say you dating somebody. You just want a man. Because he eating. Then he tell you at the last minute he's short. But he only got $25.30 on a $200 check. Uh, I pick up the slack with my man because I feel like he would do the same for me if he was financially able to. He don't have a financially able to plan. He pay his bills on alternate months so he can kick it and travel. <laughs> what month do you see him being financially able to come up with more than $30 to eat? His house is barely furnished, and since I met him, he said he's buying a sofa and artwork for the living room. Recently asked if I knew anyone who had a gently used sofa that they want to sell. You know why he got to do that? Because he don't have credit. Because he can't even go down to rooms to go or Havities and sign up for now one of them programs so he can get himself some furniture. You know, they got programs down there. I mean, when I first got out, I signed up at Wix Furniture. They gave me a thousand dollar credit. Wix. Furniture. Wix. Went and got me a thousand dollar worth furnished my whole house with a thousand dollars. Right now. <laughs> the whole damn house. Cause they said we got a thousand dollars. That's all I had. Okay, cool. Recently asked if I knew anyone with a gently used sofa who wanted to sell it. I would never date anyone like this, but I'm trying to be less shallow. Oh, oh, oh you puddle shallow now. <laughs> Oh, you just a puddle in the sidewalk, shallow now. See, shallow means you don't have a deep end on your pool. Mm-hmm. You shallow where you just splash around on the sidewalk puddle now. Because you'd have found this nutting-ass dude right here. You trying to turn into a man, and he ain't trying to turn himself into a man. Good luck with this one, lady. He asked me to take his clothes to the cleaners, and when I dropped them off, I had to pay for them. I didn't ask for my money back, and he didn't offer. He ain't got nothing to offer for him back. He can't take clothes to the cleaners. He's paying bills every other month. And when you take the clothes to the cleaners, that's the month that he ain't paying bills. <laughs> Make it plain, Steve. <laughs> what Make what it about plain. this you ain't getting? <laughs> but when it comes time for him to go out with his, at, with his boys, I found receipts where he bought drinks, food, and cigars. I don't know how he can live like this. It's every other month. <laughs> he pays his bills every other month so he can kick it and travel. When you buy cigars and drinks, you kicking it. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I understand what being uh, short and you want to have some type of life because you're going to work every day. I got that. But you got that one point in time try to fix the problem. The problem with a 48-year-old is acting like this, and he hasn't recovered from his 20s yet. See, he mm. did all this in his 20s. And that's when most men spend all of their 30s fixing what they messed up in their 20s. But he didn't spend his 30s fixing what he did in his 20s. He repeated the 30s in the 20s. That's why this woman left his ass. Now, you got this 48-year-old, damn near 50-year-old man that ain't got no credit, no plan for the future, no savings, and still kicking it. It's two people stupid in this letter. Uh-huh. I don't know how he can live like that, and I'm starting to think he's trying to see how much he can get away with me. He get away with everything. Does he want to be this sorry, or is he really trying to get his life back on track, like God. he told me? Wait a minute. Back on track from where? Yeah. Get his life back on track from where? When has it been on track? 
He just had another wife. And by the way, he's divorced. And when his ex-wife met me, she blasted him in front of him and called him a sorry excuse for a man. I thought she was bitter at first, but now I think she's on to something. Yeah, she left him for the same reason. Should I continue to work on this or not? Have you ever asked him why he got a divorce? Mm. No, you didn't. And you might find out that nothing has changed. You'd be better off just talking to his ex-wife. Because he's not going to tell you the truth. And the truth he done told you should have been enough. I pay my bills on alternate months. What? (laughs) So I can kick it and travel. What? Who does that? You signing up for that? Right. Lady, are you out of your mind? There's two people stupid in this letter. The man is real stupid. And you stupider. Yeah. Thank you. She's a sugar mama. Okay. Uh, thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, you know what time it is. Time for Junior and Sports Talk right after this. Ready, Junior? Oh, you ain't gonna believe this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Junior and Sports Talk. Yeah, you know what, Shirley? You know, I've changed it up today because I've learned from my fearless leader, my uncle, when you tell us not to do something, we just keep doing it. And mm-hmm. if Tersha Walker is the smartest black conservative that we have, I'm going to tell you right now, he played sports, but I'm telling you right now, I don't trust nobody who neck is the same length that they showed us. I can't, I can't, I can't vote for him. <laughs> you can't vote for him. <laughs> I can't vote. If your neck and your shoulders are the same time, because he the smartest black conservative. Can we press the pedal? You can't call into this show and tell us not to talk about Herschel Walker. The hell we is. He don't know how many states it is. And when he came out with them children, where was y'all at then? Y'all didn't say nothing? When he said he got three other children that he's now publicly claiming, now you're going to tell us that he's the smartest black conservative. That's where we got going. So us as liberals, we just stupid, huh? Carla, I just got called hmm. stupid. Now, I ain't the smartest for sure, but I can't be stupid. That's for one thing. <laughs> I know and that. And for people who missed it, Junior, it was a caller last hour that talked about. Well, they know what he called in. Hell, we know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Junior said, I missed the point. His ass shouldn't have called him in. And if yeah. you don't, rewind the show on the podcast and hit his ass tell us that we stupid <laughs> for being black. That offended me. <laughs> I, I, I'm so glad off you handled it so professional. You did, yes, he did. You did it professional. Yes. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that type of Christian that you had. Uh, I'm not. You did really well handling that man. I can't handle it like that. I just got called stupid because I'm a black liberal. That's what I got found Junior, out. And, yeah. If you're not doing this Christianity as well as I am, you're in some serious trouble. Because <laughs> you giving it all you got Christian. up. You I'm an entry-level Christian. I'm at level two out of ten. I don't know where you are. <laughs> He's below level two. Oh, you've moved up. Yeah, but you, you need two. to hurry up. I'm a two. Yeah. Two, I tried two. to be 2.5, but they told me what uh-huh. that entailed. So yeah. I yeah. that down to At 2.0. Moving up. Yeah. Also, I try to change every time the new iPhone come out, but I, the numbers started getting too high. Also today is sports. Just today, I'll let you know that Deshaun Watson's trial starts today with the NFL. We're going to see what happens. Uh, we're gonna they're gonna have a you know a ruling on whether he's gonna play this season or not. So that is a big story in sports happening. We're gonna find out if Deshaun is gonna be the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, or he's just gonna have to sit another season out. So twenty of the twenty four cases hey man, have what been you sent. gonna do is what? you gonna take the little happy tone out your voice when you talking I, about Deshaun Washington. Are you offended? Uh, he's just gonna sit another season out. You yeah, gonna stop just, talking to you like that? We don't play for us. 
Well, that's not what, what they, I understand. And therefore, that's what the little sangy-ass tone is about. Because they don't play for raggedy-ass Houston no more. But that ain't our fault. Now, I think he's going right, to get you for two or three games, and that's it. Thank you, Junior. <laughs> ain't got no criminal charges. Grand jury Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of Steve's voicemail right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now to check Steve's voicemails. And if you want to leave a message for Steve, and please do, we welcome you. 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. Are you ready, Steve? (laughs) This caller is a single mom who just needs some dating advice, Steve. Um, hi, this message is for, well, it's a question. My name is Yasmin. We'll just leave it at my first name. And my question is, um, how does a young single mother deal with the dating world out there when she starts to realize that most men don't want to date a single mother, nor do they really want to give her a chance because I guess they're passing judgment on her. I'm the mother of twins. They're still very small. They're only three years old, boy and a girl. And I really like this guy. And he's a great person, very successful. I'm very successful as well, but he doesn't want to take it to the next level because I'm a single mother. And I'd just like to know what Steve, Steve Harvey's opinion is, what I should do, how I should handle this, because it's really, it's very discouraging. 
Well, first of all, uh, don't be discouraged. Uh, don't place the label on yourself, the fact that you are a single mother that no one wants you because that's not the case. Uh, Shirley was a single mother, found yeah. love again. Marjorie was a single mother of three, found love again. Uh, there are millions of cases of people out there. So first things first, don't put that on yourself. Don't bring that negativity in your existence and don't put it out there in the aura. In the universe, you are fine. Just like he was attracted to you, someone else will be attracted to you and will be mature enough to understand that you are a package. You are a very successful and attractive package. And just because you run up into some men who feel that way, there's a lot of men who don't feel that way at all. Matter of fact, there are a lot of men who are raising children that don't belong to them. You're, you're one of them, Steve. And yeah. doing a great job of it, too. Mm-hmm. And hats off to all of those men. And there's a man out there for you. But you cannot put into the universe that no one wants you. Because that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's not after they find out. See, what? But what's good for you is you're finding this out in time. Now, if they don't want you because you have kids, then they don't want you, period. Mm-hmm. And let's stop passing out the cookie for people that don't want the package. Okay. The cookie comes in the package. No package, mm-hmm. no cookie. No cookie. And you'll be just fine. And everything is going wonderful. And kill the baby talk because it makes a lot of men come to you quicker. What? That was a side note? What? Yeah, side note. Just kill the baby talk. She needed to do that right there. Oh, 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 sound okay. Just a little bit more authoritative, so, you know, you <laughs> sound like right. you got three kids, you know. <laughs> she, the twins and you, you know. You just, you know We're moving on from Yasmin to uh, David Henry, our next caller. He he has a congratulations shout out. Yes, Mr. C. Harvey. This is Mr. David Henry Sr. I'm sitting here with my wife watching the, the daytime image. I just want to let you know that you just won one for the Family Feud show. And I'm so proud of you, Steve. I've been following your career for a very long time. And a brother like you deserves this here. Just want to let you know that, Steve. Thank you. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, that's sweet. David Henry Sr. and his wife, I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, Man, it's, it's, it's it's, 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 it's just a heck of a ride I'm on, man. And I ain't got nothing but praise for God for my life because I don't know how he did this for me. I, he keeps surprising me. I'm actually in awe. I am mm-hmm. actually in awe of God's goodness and grace and mercy towards me. I can't yes, believe sir. it, man. Because yes, where sir. I used to be to where I am today, what mm-hmm. I was from where mm-hmm. to where I am today, Lord mm-hmm. have mercy. I don't know how he did it because the show wasn't me. Because if it was on me, I'd have done mm-hmm. it a long time ago. That's how I know it wasn't me, because I was basing it on my decisions back then. Thus, three (laughs) years of homelessness. All right. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in about 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Rudy Giuliani is in the news again, and uh, this time it was because he was slapped. Rudy Giuliani was slapped in the back by an employee at a ShopRite store on Staten Island on Sunday while on the campaign trail with his son. Though video shows what looks like 
could have been a friendly slap on the back. The former Donald Trump lawyer told New York Post he was shaken. Giuliani said, all of a sudden, I feel this bam on my back. I just about fell down, but I didn't. I feel this tremendous pain in my back. And all of a sudden, I hear this guy say, you're an effing scumbag. You're one of the people that's going to kill women. You and your effing friend are going to kill women. The alleged slapper reportedly was upset, of course, about the Supreme Court's decision to strike down Roe v. Wade. Well, I think Rudy needs to stay his old ass home. You're getting hit in the back falling. You need to stay home. It's time for you to stay home. But you in the drugstore and they just slapped you. No, he just slapped you in the back. Now, if he pushed you down, that's another story. But he slapped you in the back, you damn near fell. It's time for your ass stay home and get some assistance. Mm. You need mm. to check in to an assisted living place, Rudy uh-huh. Giuliano. Quit going to the store. You need a walker. How about that? You need a walker. <laughs> you know, with the four <laughs> wheels on it. Yeah, you need a couple things you might need. You help you balance. Mm. Yeah, take all that black stuff out your hair and, and get you a walker. That's the part of the story that was missing. Uncle. Yeah, and I went yeah. everywhere. After slapped you and all that Beijing went down my forehead and got in my eye. Coming up in 33 minutes. You have been blinded till you have hair dye in your eye. <laughs> We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather propose in front of a crowd or would you rather propose privately? Junior said B, privately, Steve. Yeah, I go with B, too. She said no in front of the people. Got to fight everybody. Yeah. Oh, I'm that's why. Put this ring back in my pocket and all this here. <laughs> you shame. I gotta get up. I gotta get up off my knee and turn around, and figure out which where's the hole in the crowd I can walk <laughs> in. You know, yeah, I gotta to get, get to the bathroom and wash my face. You know, all this here, man. Uh-uh. And then the crowd is like collectively, yeah. oh man. Oh, yeah. man. Somebody oh, in the crowd goes, damn, 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 Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody hit me on the back like they did, Rudy. I'll probably fall. <laughs> Hang in there, dog. Oh. All right. <laughs> would you rather use a dating app or would you rather go old school and go on a blind date? B. Well, yeah, yeah, because people lie on their profile pictures. You ain't who you really. I'd rather just go see it for myself than that. <laughs> and have someone do an emergency call if you don't yeah. like the way they look. <laughs> I could walk out the blind date. Well, <laughs> I've actually been on the blind date so bad that I acted as if I was blind. Yeah. <laughs> How did you do that? What? You walked in, up. you could see, and then you what yeah, happened? And then as soon as she walked up to the table, I got up and snapped the chair leg off of you <laughs> as a guy. <laughs> And tapped my way right out that damn restaurant, man. I'm not gonna sit up so Stupid. <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it did. I'm sure was thinking it, though. As <laughs> soon as you saw her up, you snapped man, her I leg. Said, damn. As soon as she sat down, I stood up and snapped the leg off her head and, <laughs> and started tapping my ass right out that restaurant. And it wasn't ah, the table crazy. leg wasn't long enough, ah. and I had to bend over. Right. And yeah, so it kind of looked crazy. What are you doing? Huh? Who are you? Yeah. All right. uh, on the way out, uh, you didn't touch nothing on the way out because you could see where you was going. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't bump into nobody. I kept saying. 
did spike. I kept looking for my dog. Where is my dog? Dog? Sing, I dog. <laughs> Crazy. All right, would you Spike? Would, spike. Would you, uh, this is our last where one. Where is my damn dog? <laughs> would you rather compete in the Summer Olympics or would you rather compete in a Winter Olympic sport? What the hell I'm gonna do in the winter sport? <laughs> Ice skating, skiing, ah, ah, curling, you like curling. Luge. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. So I guess that's summer for the both yeah. of you. All right, thank you. Yeah. Coming yeah. up in 49 minutes after the hour, we'll have our last break of the day. And Steve Harvey, our fearless leader, the one and only, will close out the show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, uh, it is our last break of the day on this Tuesday. And don't forget, today is Election Day in these states, Illinois, New York, Utah, Oklahoma, and Colorado. So we need you to get out and vote today. You know, there is a big election, midterm election coming up this November. So we need you to show up and vote, okay? If you have any questions about anything, please go to whenweallvote.org. Whenweallvote.org. That's where you can get all your voting information. But we need you. We need you, Illinois. That's Chicago, right, Steve? Yeah, man, we got to go <laughs> Chicago there. and New Strong. York. We voting mm-hmm. today, man. Mm-hmm. Which is these are these elections that we have to get involved in. Yes, we have to get involved in these elections. It's very, very important. Mm-hmm. So Every let's get out. Let's them. vote. Yeah, yes. we got to make it a habit, guys. We got to make it a habit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Countdown. We do. To November is on midterms. Uh huh. We ready? We ready? So Shirley, earlier today you did a. Uh, we did some uh, voicemail calls. Voicemails, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the calls was so interesting that I wanted to use it as my closing remarks. Yeah. And oh, uh, yeah. It, exactly. it was off the top of my head. I wasn't expecting the phone call, but it came through. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just felt compelled because it's interesting when people, when I feel like people are talking directly to me or I get a chance to talk back to someone who's normally a blogger or something online. It's always mm-hmm. been interesting. So here's the f- phone call that we had earlier. I want you From Chicago. It. From <laughs> Chicago. Here we go. Yes, I have a complaint. We had a quick cut down Herschel Walker. I'm tired, tired, tired. I, I like the station. I'm, I'm a drummer. I like listening to the you know, music and stuff. It's really cool. But they had a quick cut down Herschel Walker. I mean, the black conservatives are the smartest people we got going right now. They will keep America together. People, they cut down black conservatives are not right. Uh, you know, these, these, these liberals should 
just keep their comments to themselves. They got something to say to Herschel Walker. You need to face one on one instead of all this phony liberal media crap. I don't feel I don't think it's funny at all. It made fun of like, a good person. Black conservatives are the smartest people going right now. These people are cutting them and cutting them down. It's wrong. 100% wrong. So please leave that out of the station. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you, sir, and you have the right to say what you want to say. But I disagree with one major remark. Black conservatives are not the smartest people in the world. They're not. See, when you say something like that, that black conservatives are the smartest people in the world, and then you make an anti-liberal remark, what you're saying is, if you're not a conservative and you're black, then you're not as smart as Herschel Walker. My problem with Herschel Walker is not that he's a black conservative. My problem with Herschel Walker is he doesn't know the issues and he sounds idiotic. That's my problem with Herschel Walker. If you're going to find a black person to go up against uh, Warner, at Rock least find somebody that's uh, intelligent. Yeah. What? What? Why? How'd you go dig this cat up right here that don't know the issues, that's not well-spoken? And so that's the problem we have. And as black people, we have the right to say who we vote for and who we don't vote for. And we don't leave it off the station because it is our station obligation. See, the problem with that statement, sir, is what you don't understand about black people as we are the only race of people that's responsible for the actions of one another. White people are not responsible for each other's actual actions, Mm -hmm. and you don't get blamed for each other's actions. But we do. We are in the minority, and we have got to get more together being in the minority if we want to further our causes, and our lifestyle. When a person like Herschel Walker comes along and we see him as doing the bidding of the conservative party and voting against policies that go against what's the best for the minority people that he comes from, that he happens to be one of, and because you've had this illustrious football career and had a wonderful time as a Georgia Bulldog and been pampered your whole life because your ass been an athlete, that don't mean a damn thing to us. Because as you live this coddle, cushy-ass life from athletics all the way up through Georgia all the way to the mighty Dallas Cowboys, and you haven't had to be privy to what the average black person has to go through this country because they've accepted you and put you in a circle. Well, now you're in that circle and you think you're in the circle. But you lose this election, you're going to find out that you're right back over here with us. And so, Mm -hmm. no, we're not going to get off talking about Herschel Walker. Black conservatives are not the smartest people in the world. Barack Obama was not a black conservative. He appeared awfully bright to me. Stacey Abrams is not a black conservative. She appears awfully bright to me. I'm not a black conservative. You might not think I'm bright, but I ain't dumb at all. And I happen to have hedged myself and pulled myself up in this country without the aid of bootstraps, which you keep telling us we need to do. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Well, Steve Harvey got up without the straps and oftentimes without the boots. But you are asking the masses of black people to do that over and over and over again. But the conservatives, through your policies, keep stripping us of anything that allows us to have boots or straps. So no, 
we're not going to be quiet. No, we're not going to let Herschel Walker just walk his ass in. No, and we're not going to change the way we do stuff on this station. I appreciate you like the music and it's funny, but you're going to have to like what all come with not being funny too. Because there's a whole lot funny about not about being, a whole lot that ain't funny about being black. And we talk about those things too. Now, I know you want us to go be happy and go sit down somewhere, but we ain't. We standing up and Herschel Walker's ass is not going to make it. And we're going to see to that. Thank you. Woohoo! Let them know, Steve Harvey. Let them know. So in light of that, everybody, listen, enjoy your day. Hey, listen, talk to God. He would love to hear from you. Y'all have a nice one because we show is. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.